Thank you for tuning in to St. John's Missionary Baptist Church podcast. St. John's is located at 715 Winding Road in Kingsland, Georgia, under the leadership of Pastor Michael H.L. Robinson. Today's podcast is titled, Are You Prepared for the Lord? As Christians, we ought to be preparing ourselves for when the Lord comes back. But ask yourself, are you prepared for the Lord? But 
it's not just this day and this season that we need to have our mind on Christ. When we read the gospel, it's always been about him. When we look at the Old Testament, they pointed toward Christ. And even with John's coming, as Luke spoke, it was all about him. So that we must make sure, again, that we don't get caught up in stuff about thinking that it's all about us. Because it's not about us at all. Amen. For we know, amen, that we were purchased, amen, with a price, amen. The price of the blood of Christ on Calvary. Amen. Even if you had decided to give yourself, you could not have paid that penalty, amen, of sin for what you had done. Amen. Amen. Here we see, amen, where Luke, amen, he started writing and talking to Theophilus and asking him to remember what he had been taught. And he started expounding a little bit better on it, amen. And as he does, I mean, once again, he's pointing to Christ. Though he's talking about John, he's pointing um, to Christ. And I want to draw your attention very quickly to verse 17. And he says, And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So my question for you this morning, are you prepared for the Lord? That's the question that we have. Now, oftentimes, when we look at John, amen, and someone asks you, what was John's purpose? And we'll say it was to make ready the way of the Lord, amen, to get every, everything ready for the Lord to come, amen. But I'll, I'll submit to you today, amen, even if John had done nothing at all, Christ, amen, had a mission from his father to come down, amen, from heaven through 42 generations, amen, to save, amen, a whole bunch of sinners, amen, folk who had just walked away from the Lord, folk who had a gulf between them and their father, amen. But God, amen, he saw fit, amen, and sent John, amen, to make things ready for him, amen. What do you mean, amen? To get people ready for the Lord, amen. What do you mean for that, amen? If you take a look, amen, with us in life every day, we make daily preparation for something. Amen. Those of you who have to go to work tomorrow, man, you go home, amen, this evening, you're going to take your clothes out, you're going to iron, you're going to starch them, you're going to crease them up, you're going to get ready for tomorrow. If you have a meeting, amen, you're going to make preparations for that meeting, amen. And, and, and with us going into a meeting, we're trying to get folk ready to receive a vision, some di di directions, a plan for the day, a plan. We're trying to get people ready. And that's what John was doing, amen. But Christ had been ready, amen, to come down and die for us for a long time. But if God said so, he didn't do it, amen. But now with that, even though Christ is coming, we have to be ready for the Lord. Make it very plain, amen. If the Lord came today, amen, and you wasn't ready, amen, that's not going to stop him from coming. But amen, at some point, you would have had opportunity to receive the Lord. So I ask you again, amen, are you ready? Are you prepared to receive the Lord, amen? How do you get to that point, amen? Very simply, amen, you've got to receive his spirit, amen, by receiving Jesus Christ, amen? So here's what happens, amen. He says here, one, um, he shall go before him, amen, meaning John, he's the one that's going to come in the spirit and the power of Elias. Why is that, amen? Because when we look back at the book, amen, back in the Old Testament, Elias, amen, was foretold to come again, amen, and so John came in that spirit, amen, to proclaim the gospel, for they were waiting on him, amen. You and I, amen, were waiting on the Lord to come back, amen. But once again, you got to be ready when he comes, amen. So John, his point and position was to go before him. Now notice, amen, how do we know that this was God's doing? 
For when God does something, there's no way that any man, any boy, any girl, any president, amen, any, any emperor, any king can take credit for it. But we notice in the word, amen, that Elizabeth, amen, who was a cousin of Mary, amen, she got pregnant, amen. Now, 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 it was not an immaculate conception with her, amen, but Zacharias, amen, the priest, amen, let me take a pause here real quick, amen. Today, I think we mess up because we think that priests are not supposed to have wives. Amen, somebody. But that, that's where we have so much perversion going on because we're not following the right order of the Lord. And you notice that in these priests, amen, they came down to the tribe of Levi, amen, and they didn't just kind of pop up, amen. They were married, they had wives, and they had children, they had sons, so things are going, amen. But here, amen, Zacharias, amen, he's in the temple that's doing his job. He's doing his job before the Lord. And then he has an encounter with an angel who foretells him what's going to happen. And he's like, wait a minute, how can this happen? And how can something happen when I know I'm old and my wife is old? She's well beyond childbearing years. But see, when God gets in the midst of a man, can never ever take credit for what God is doing. So I ask you this morning, are you able to, if so, you got to move yourself out of the way. Man. You may not understand what God is doing, but you have to trust that it is the Lord. Amen. So here, amen, he finds himself, amen, getting his wife in a position to have a baby. And with that, amen, at this time, every child that was born, their name meant something that came from their family. Amen. So as the child was being born, amen, everybody said, here's what you're going to name the child. But the angel had already told Zachariah what the child's name was to be. And he was dumb. He didn't speak. So when everybody said, here's what to name the child. His wife said, no, the name's going to be John. And so they turned to the daddy and said, Daddy, what do you think about this? He said, Daddy, I can't talk to you after the paper. He motioned for some paper and he wrote down John and so it was. So he followed everything that God wanted him to do in order that this child could come and make the people ready to receive Christ. Now, with it, John had a specific mission and purpose and gave He followed it. No one told him what he had to do. But the Spirit of God spoke to him and showed him, amen, what he had to do. And oh, by the way, children, if you and I are members of the body of Christ, if we have the Holy Spirit in it, when God starts speaking, you know that God is speaking. And as God speaking, then regardless of what folk around you say you, you're going to follow the Lord. But if you don't know the Lord, amen, you're going to hear God speak and you will not recognize his voice because you don't belong to him. And when folk say do this, you're going to do what folk say do. But I tell you, if you're ready for those, you're going to listen to the Lord and not to people. Because just as a sidebar, that folk would mess up every single time and just listen and sound good what's coming out of their mouth. But when you fall in and you mess up and God shows you that you messed up, you're like, girl, you messed me up. Well, you do better than that. You know what God told you to do. See, I didn't leave that high job. Anybody ever been there before? Amen. Friends leave me. Amen. When trouble come in. But here, amen, Zechariah, he knew the Lord's voice because he had an encounter with that angel. And no matter, he's a priest. And you and I, amen, if you're born again, you are a royal people, amen. And you should, amen, hear God. And that will stop listening to folk if you are ready and you're prepared for the Lord. Now, now, very quickly, oftentimes, amen, it is not the other folk, amen, that gets us in trouble. But it's us. All of a sudden, amen, we start having a conversation with ourselves. And we talk ourselves out of doing what God told us to do. Why? Sometimes we're upset with somebody. 
Other times, I mean, we just don't understand what's going on. Amen. But it says the just shall live by his faith. Amen. That means when God speaks, God, I'm walking and following you. God, it don't make sense if I'm going to trust you, Lord. It's going to keep me talking to God along the way. If you don't understand, but just walk by faith. See, God, I don't understand what's going on, where you want me to go. I don't know how this day is going to happen, but I'm going to trust you. And as you walk in, the closer you walk, the more you walk in, God's already revealing to you how he's still in it. So he says here, amen, that he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of life to do what? To turn the hearts of the fathers to the children see, this time, amen, there became a division among the fathers and the children. That's the way it is now, amen. We were raised up one way, and our children grew up totally different. Therefore, there's a division between us. See, this time, amen, there were some Jews and there were some Gentiles, and then in the middle there were some Samaritans, which was neither none of the above. And somehow the children fell in the midst there, and the children were all confused about what they were to do. Anybody got any confused children? Anybody ever been a confused child? When you look at your mom and dad and say, do one thing, and you went out, amen, and your friend said, I want you to do this, and you was on the fence. Well, I'm going to try to please mom and dad. I ain't going to do too much. I'm going to do a little bit of it. Y'all, y'all follow me. Oh, I'm going to a plane for some of these folks who've been saved all right. Y'all remember y'all used to sneak out and drink, y'all used to sneak out and smoke a little bit. I ain't going to get too much. My mom and dad see my eyes when I get home. <laughs> amen, somebody. Yeah. I ain't going to let him put his hands on me, but I'm just going to let him put his lips on me. Y'all not telling the truth. Y'all better tell the truth and shame the devil. That's why y'all messed up because you're lying about what you did. You're telling the truth. You ain't never did that wrong. And then the children, they ain't got to do everything perfect. So they're, oh my God, they're going to be depressed. They're going to be depressed. They're downtrodden. They're messed up because they think they got to be like you. And you got to be like you. Y'all know what I'm telling the truth about it. Right where it is, amen. But he says, amen. It's going to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, amen. So you're going to start letting the fathers tell the children the truth about what's going on. Here's how you got to live. Here's how you got to walk. Oh, baby, I ain't been no hypocrite. I'm telling you what the word is. Yeah, I messed up. Yep. Anyone ever tell the children that? Did you tell the yeah, hey, baby, I messed up? I, I did it wrong, amen. I wish I'd done it right, but I didn't do it right. But I'm sorry about what I did. But now I don't need you to make the same mistake I made. They're going to turn your heart back. See, when you get the children to come back, they're going to trust it and believe it. Then they'll start coming around. And he said, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. See, some folk in there, they think they know it all. But they don't know nothing at all. So he said, going to take them disobedient folk, and they're going to start following the just, the righteous word of the Lord. So no matter where we're at, we've got to follow the, the wisdom and the, the, the word of God, amen. Why? So he can make ready the people prepared for the Lord. Here it is, church. How many of y'all know you're going to heaven? Anyhow. Anyhow. No, eh? If you're not prepared when the Lord comes back, you're going to miss it. There's a lot of folk in there that can read, they can quote, they understand the word, but the word has not been applied to the heart. They've not allowed the blood of Christ in to cover them and to wash them and to make them whole. And therefore, they think they're anyhow Christians. They're not here anyhow, amen. But when the Lord comes out, he's not going to sort you out. I'm going to sort the right from the wrong, the just from the unjust, the weak and the tear. I'm going to sort it all out. And those anyhow folk will be over there. But he said, you got to be prepared for the Lord. John came down proclaiming.
proclaiming the truth of the word, which is what we have to do. John never pointed to himself. Me never then when we start telling folks I didn't write, look how I did it. Y'all ain't the right way. God said his way is the right way. But we saw pointing people out, and not the Lord, there's no salvation in you. John knew it. And the Bible said John didn't even take a drink. He ate locusts and wild honey. He was out there preaching and proclaiming the word of God. And how did he know the spirit was upon him? Because when he went down, amen, and Mary came down and visited Elizabeth, amen, when Mary walked in the room. When Mary walked in there with Christ, child, amen, the word says, amen, child, the spirit, by the spirit, and see the of God. When Mary walked in the room, John had a baby in the room, so he jumped in the chicken. John recognized Christ. John and some of you ready to go. Now I'm not right about it. He said, you're wrong. You know, you are sleeping with your brother's wife. 
sleep with somebody else. You sleep with your brother's wife. And for that, he died. He died. He was in prison and his head chopped off. Guess what? He didn't complain. Because he knew that he himself was already prepared for the Lord. He prepared for the folk and he himself was prepared. And my final thought, church, a lot of them were trying to get folk right. Y'all let us know that. We want everybody to get right. Well, we're not right. That, 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 that's not it. It's not good enough for me to give you a ticket to go somewhere and then I stand there and watch you go on vacation. It's not good enough, amen, just for you to watch folk go to heaven and you burn in hell. Not good enough. We've got to be right. We've got to be holy. And we aren't if we're ready for God. How do you get there? Christ said it very well to Nicodemus. He said, except the man be born again, he should not inherit the kingdom of God. That means you've got to receive the spirit of God inside. And when you do, you will be evident that you're ready about how you start treating folks, how you start living, how you start walking, the stuff you start turning down. I'm all by myself. I know I can do wrong if I want to, and nobody know it, but the Lord will know it. And even if God didn't know, we could do it still. We could do it still. We should not. If you're ready for the Lord, if you want to be right when the Lord comes, there are things you just want to do, and it's my responsibility to tell folks that the way to sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, and it only comes through Jesus Christ. It is my responsibility to let you know him that one day, and it will be sooner than later, that Christ is going to crack the sky. And he's going to get all those folks who are prepared for them. Heard the preacher say that heaven is a prepared place. And y'all agree with me, right? Because Christ, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may be the altar, amen. And therefore, amen, he wants to prepare a place. And then he's in the spirit, amen. He's in the prophets and the preachers to prepare you. To prepare me. For that place that's prepared. That's what he did. So church this morning, are you prepared? Are you ready to meet the Lord? This afternoon, one o'clock, not promised. This evening, not promised. And certainly tomorrow is not promised to any of us. But I tell you what, amen, be it tomorrow come or not, if you're prepared, if you're ready to meet the Lord, amen, you are your man. If I live... Before I die, I'm in the Lord, I'm of the Lord, I'm doing the Lord. That's Paul. So he didn't, didn't worry about why. Because Paul knew he was ready. See, Paul, he walked that road. We know it's called the master. I'm going to say the road of, of sin and despair. And doing everything he wanted to do. And he had an encounter with the Lord. Which made him ready. What about you? Have you walked that road? Have you had that encounter with the Lord? Has the Lord come in and made you new? Has he made you whole? Has he written your name in the Lamb Book of Life? Are you prepared for the Lord, church? That's my question this morning. Are you prepared? Now, it's not a question that mama can answer. Dad can answer. Your deacon, your parent, we can't answer that question. You got to answer that question. I've had many folk come and asked about their children at various ages getting baptized. I said, well, when all of them get baptized, they need to understand the Lord. They got to understand what he did, how he came, how he died, and what his death meant. Oh, yeah, he got it, he got it, he read it. 
Reality right here, he quotes written all day long in the house. He's singing them tongues all day long. Yeah, we say you're ready. Ain't anybody taught the truth about the word? Ain't anybody taught the children how to pray? Anybody taught your children, amen, how to trust in the Lord? And so as a result, amen, they, we, we thought they were ready. Am I right about it? But then I taught the child. I don't know if that stuff is. They know. Had a young lady on, on Tuesday afternoon as we concluded the funeral service of Miss Fairfield. The Lord led us open the door to the church. The lady, 12 years old. 12 years old. So I, I, I want to know him. I, I, I need to be saved. I, I need to be saved. She came up and she had already received Christ. She knew him. Right as the word was being proclaimed to her, she was ready. I said, baby, I talked to her, prayed with her, sat back down, talked to mom and mama. I don't know anything I want y'all to do with that. But I talked to him. What did mama tell me? Oh, she had already received the Lord before this. No, no, no. She understands now. She, she may be reciting scripture, but now she received it because she was ready. We cannot put God in anybody's heart, but it's up to them. And when God knocks on the door, be it 12 or be it 27, be it 57, 87, 70, whatever it be, when God knocks, we got to answer. She answered the call. Why? Because she was ready. So my question is, are you ready to receive the Lord? Twofold. First, before you give up the ghost, before you die, you got to receive him in your heart so that when he returns, that second you receive is coming, that he can take you back with him. If you don't receive him now, if you don't receive his spirit now, if you don't confess him, if you don't believe him, amen, if you don't walk in again, you're not going to be in the same time. Now, you're not being ready would not prevent him from coming. What do you mean? You, you get out there, amen, if the time is 8 o'clock, amen, for the gun to find a race to start, when 8 o'clock come, amen, I'm fired on the way, he's going to find a gun, and what's going to happen? The race on but, but I'm not ready. That's your own fault. You forfeit. So this morning, are you ready? John has prepared the way Christ has come. Christ has done all that, is, that God ordained him to do. He came down and he died for our sins as a substitute for the sins that we've done. Why did he do it? Because God loved us so much. Let us bow our heads. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, your word has been preached and proclaimed. And I do pray now, God, that if there's anyone in the sound of my voice that needs to receive you, that you, oh God, would just touch them and allow their heart to be open to receive you. Receive all that you've done through your son, Jesus Christ, to receive your spirit now, God. I pray now, Lord God, that if there's a hard heart in the building, you will soften it, oh Lord God. Give them a new heart. Give them a heart of flesh, oh Lord God, and not of stone. That they can have a place in heaven with you when your son returns, Father God. We tell you, thank you now, Lord God. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the word just as much as I have. Tune in next time. 
the St. John's Missionary Baptist Church podcast. Thank you and be blessed.